Hello, welcome to the first podcast of working on a title. Um, most likely, after I post this to the website on SoundCloud, I'll have a title and obviously name of the show already put together. So forgive the impromptu setup. Trust me, it's going to get better as we keep doing this. Um, my name is Richard Harris. I'm Holly. So, me and Holly, mostly Holly, she's a huge fan of all things Asian Asian media. <laughs> uh, from she's been to Japan. That's going to come up later in our discussions in the future. Trust me. Um, but currently, she is basically nine thousand hours deep and Korean everything. I mean, dramas, comedies. I mean, I'm like maybe like a hundred hours in, so I'm still a noob. You got a ways to go. I got ways to go. But once again, you know, I want to say that it's only 24 hours in a day, but she somehow finds, <laughs> she works a full-time job, but she finds time to watch these dramas and gets done with them and has more time to spare. So either she's condensing her life in some sort of crazy manner, or I just can't keep up. But that's not important. So like I, I said- I think you can't keep up. I can't keep up. I'm terrible at this. But today, we're discussing a movie that's been out for about four years. Um, it's a really, uh, it actually was one of the first films from Korea I actually watched, uh, Train of Busan. And we're going to be discussing it about what we thought about the movie. Going to go through uh, each act to, to a degree, not too spoilery. Um, we're going to give our opinions about what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. And, and at the end, we'll give our little ratings, you know, on a scale of one to five, you know. We'll figure out that later as well. So, please enjoy um, what we do here. So, I'm going to kick it off first. So, Train of Busan is, by any means, it's, it's when you hear about the premise of the movie, you think, to me, I think Snake's in a plane. You got... <laughs> you got <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can yeah, see that a little right? bit. So, you basically have this... You're in this close-up space, and you have the antagonist... Uh, which is in this movie, Zombies. And you got people trying to struggle to survive. Now, it is currently 2020, and the world has been over-saturated with zombie media from The Walking Dead. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, everything from Day to Dead, Dawn of Dead, Night Living Dead. All these things have this, these classic tropes of zombie media have been shoved down your throat. So, I went into this movie, right, with super low expectations, actually. And I was surprised about how much... I like this film. And I am going to say this right now. I'm going to go on a limb here and say this. It's probably one of the best films of the genre I've ever watched in my life. I actually will watch it again. I actually watched it again yesterday preparing for this uh, conversation. And I was still finding things that I didn't see in my first um, viewing. Uh, for example, the opening scene of the movie where the driver is he's driving. <laughs> okay. Take it away there. But he hits this deer. And this deer, right, in about a minute or two after the, the driver leaves, he, like, starts twitching. And to get this close-up shot of this infected deer, and I'm like, okay, what? Never before in my life have I seen something like that be done. Because the movie, the movie's budget doesn't look that great. But what they did with the angles of the camera and also with the, the, the CGI of the people in the movie, the zombies as well and also with the animals like that that deer come on he looked 
like the cataract eye yes. look kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, he looked like a total ghost of a, yeah. a former shell of himself. And I definitely was impressed about how they put it all together. And what do you think about the whole but the opening scene here there too as well. You thought it was pretty interesting? I did well, I actually really liked that they showed animals being affected by zombies. Because yeah. you really don't see that in many of the shows. Yeah. And the animals they they'll be infected like you know in the walking dead like the meat is infected yeah. but the animals don't stay alive so i thought that was interesting yeah and that's how it kind of spread so yeah i, I definitely agree i think it's interesting because even um i'm a huge gamer and holly is a gamer as well and most people on this planet have played Resident Evil games and oh, Resident Evil, Resident Evil <laughs> games and 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 that game they're not even they're not really truly zombies they're uh, infected with some sort of um, biohazard. Yeah. And in that game, you have infected s squirrels and birds and dogs. Yeah. But this, to me, was so interesting because, like Holly said, you never see an infected animal in these movies. They're always getting away, mm -hmm. or they're being, they're being torn apart by the survivors or by, or by the zombies. So this, to me, was like, no one's safe from this disease. So... We meet our characters. Um, yes. I'm going to butcher these names, so I'm going to have Holly give the names because, once again... I don't know if I'm going to be any good at this either. <laughs> um, so the dad... Oh. Sukwu. Sukwu, okay. I believe. Okay. Um, head fudge manager okay. in Seoul. He had a daughter, so on. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, it was her birthday and... She just wanted to go see her mom because she didn't think her dad cared. But he did because in the first couple scenes, Grandma, uh, you know, videotaped her her play, yeah, her singing. And uh, he brought that up later on in the movie. And she's like, you didn't even see that. And he's like, I did. I'm always watching. That's cute. So that was nice. It's actually a very powerful scene there. And a lot, a lot of foreshadowing there, too, as well. Um, that scene was really good because, to me... Um, as a parent myself, you know, you do your best to try to be there for your kids. And the kids sometimes don't, they don't understand, like, you know, sometimes work will actually win, unfortunately. But in the scene when you're looking at uh, Suan, right? Suan, Suan yeah. um, the recording shows her so despondent. Like, she was not happy. Yeah. And you can see right there that there's a big divide about how she feels about her dad and about, obviously, her dad's. I'm guessing the fact that he works so much is the reason why he divorced or they got divorced from his wife and everything. And being a child of a divorce, being between two houses, is not good for any kid. This uh, this kid here is obviously showing that it's taking a huge toll on her. So what's going to happen here is uh, the, the father, he's taking his daughter to Busan on a train. We got it out there already. There's the title of the movie. And basically um as they get on the train you know things start happening and this this is basically the first act of the movie we get to meet the rest of the, of the cast and the rest of the cast is really interesting because most of the time in these films there's not a lot of development between most movies and these zombie films most of the time you have the lead characters most of the time you get a male female lead <clears throat> and rest are just there to support the uh, narrative of the protagonist and more or less they become like cannon fodder for the zombies in this case I went in this movie feeling like anyone at, at any time could get picked off, regardless of their, um, you know, lead role or not. I agree. Yeah. And I really, really thought, <laughs> there's one part in the movie where, there, it's not really a big spoiler, but where 
one of the characters actually pinned down by a few zombies and somehow managed to get away based on sheer luck and I guess a nice way uh, the person paid him back. So I really like the fact that they actually had this level of, they, I was in constant anxiety, just not, I didn't want anybody to die, you know, because it's a, it was, I liked the cast so much. Even the villains, I was like, the villains in the movie were so interesting. Oh. She's not a fan yeah. of the yeah, villain, yeah. and this is why we will not agree on every single thing. His thing too, I love a good villain, because a good villain he was a very good villain because he made me hate him the exactly. entire movie. So you liked him? He was a very good them. villain, okay. but I just, uh, everything that he did, I just couldn't get behind. I, I definitely, um, Korean movies that I have watched so far have been interesting based on a couple things alone is this. They have this thing about social commentary. Social commentary is huge in Korea. Um, from movies such as Parasite to movies such as even Snowpiercer, which is made by the same director who made Parasite, social commentary is huge over there. And maybe it's the fact that the movies that I'm watching, by chance, harp on that uh, topic quite a bit. Or maybe it's just the fact that they are just finally trying to speak up. But for sure, there are social divides in this movie. And it's evident, too, because there's a character in the movie, he's homeless. Yep. He's homeless. And people look at him, but you see him in the movie, and he's shambling around. He's unkept. He's gross-looking. Uh, he has wild hair. He looks like he's washed up in, like, weeks or months on end. And you see him, and you're like, is he infected? Like, the first thing I thought was, like, this guy's been bit. Oh, no. I didn't think that. I thought he was, I thought he, I thought really? he was bit. Really? I thought that this guy was bit, or he may have known something about it. But I was like, and even even me, you know, my brain wants to like, do not let separate. Him near you. From yeah, him. separate. Yeah, and that's just my own bias right there because that's <laughs> that's how I'm wired so poorly right now. But um, but as you see later on in the film, people just want to survive. He and became that, a really important role too. Yes, he became more or less like, I guess, a dragonist uh, to the movie. Um, I know that the movie is about. To me, the movie to me is more about uh, it's more a good film to watch during Father's Day. I think that was the first <laughs> time I watched this. Was actually on Father's Day. That was the first day Are I you watched serious? this. Film. Yeah. You think your dad's gonna fight for you for zombies? <laughs> you know, it made me feel good. He would definitely kill some zombies for you. He won't have any problem doing that for you. He's quite a collection. I don't know. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> no, but his thing. So I really thought this film. It spoke to me on main levels and. I have a habit of overthinking everything everything about these movies because I like to be ch I like an open discussion from I like to be challenged I like my films to be good and not to be like the Fast and Furious where I'm like okay I could turn my brain off right you know like okay they're gonna go race really fast and go steal a car and yeah. I can start drooling right now because of the cars and girls and everything but this film here it makes you think but you think you watch these characters here actually trying to so and this type of any kind of feeling zombies anyway too. It's a constant norm that zombies are a threat. Yes, but do you know what's worse than, than zombies? Uh, people. People will do anything to survive, and they will literally sell you out in an instant. Case in point, there's a and there's a scene in the movie where the character in here that I really dislike. I think, I think once again, this person who had the power on the outside, and he was entitled. And he just did not, if things didn't go his way, he would then write you off. 
and that's what he tried to do throughout the movie. He kept trying to control the narrative and tried to control the train as it's his, and people kept letting him do it. He was never yeah. he was never even assigned to be a leader, and no, but because he had money and power, as you know, they kind of foreshadowed there. Yeah, he was just taking control and going. You're not stopping. You're doing this. We need to go here. Yep. You need to do this. If somebody had stepped up, like the one girl, yes. Jin Ki. Yes, yes, yes. If people had listened to her, then so many people could have survived. Now, this is because of the fact that of I'm guessing her age and obviously her, you know, place in the Korean social um True. scene is why people just get written off. Yeah, because um, I believe she was either in high school or college. I'm not sure which. We could just say that she's in an educationary uh, role, like high school or college. So we can yeah. say that she's in college for this uh, topic right here. There's definitely something there in the movie that she stuck out to me a lot was the idea of being together. There's a scene, oh sorry, this character's movie, there's a woman, and I believe she's with her mom, and there's also obviously the main characters with father and, and daughter. But you see those two parallel. You see how... She, there's not really a big spoiler though, but this woman here, they, she literally, she's, she's like maybe 70 years old and she's not as fast as the rest of the cast, but she definitely does try her best to survive. And when she finds out, you know, that her, you know, I guess let's call her partner in crime, her, her kid or whatever, uh, it's turned to a zombie, she doesn't really care about living anymore because that's all she had. And you can see that idea of parental sacrifice goes a long way. Granted, she did it in the wrong. She did it in the wrong term. Uh, I probably wouldn't have done that to people, but she definitely uh, wanted to be. If she couldn't have her daughter, she didn't want to live anymore. And I think that's a really uh, once again, it hearts with being a good parent yet again. That, I think the, the themes in this film are parental love and just sacrifice above all. Now we're gonna go right down to little. I am at least. I'm going to go into a little bit more spoilery territory here. There's one character in the movie, which is probably the favorite. The best character. The best character in the movie. They, yeah. I think the the most epic character, and I hate the word epic, by the way, I'm using it right now. He was so brave, smart, and cunning throughout the whole film to see him get sacrificed. Well, he's sacrificed himself. He's bold, and I'm not going to say his name properly. So, forgive me, but I'm going to call him the... Sang Hua. Sang Hua. <laughs> this is what I have here in my local transit here, because I'm <laughs> awful. Um, he, throughout the movie, had a great idea. He had his hands, his arms were bandaged in tape, so they couldn't get bit. He was strong. He can literally, like... He was like a bull. He yeah. just bulldozed through everybody. Um, I mean, he had the idea to get all of the people together and... Yep band together and be like, we're gonna go from the back of the train and we're gonna make it to all the other survivors. Yes, exactly. This is a, it's a great scene in okay, mine, not scene, scenes of him just doing some amazing stuff. Case in point, there's a character in there, a baseball player, right? He's out there hitting people with bats. The dad is out there fighting weapons, weapons as, as well. But this guy... Is punching zombies in the face. Yes. Left and right. And he's not slowing down. And th this guy here, he's not like a, a jacked cut dude. He's just like a regular dad looking kind of dude. You know, he got like little pounds on his belly though, but that didn't stop him. He was uh, fancy in his little jacket he too. Had, he had total swag actually. <laughs> that that blue jacket was pretty dope. <laughs> he was very fancy. I can't pull a jacket off. I, I, I want to. 
Um, there's another scene in the movie, once again, more spoilers here, but he's married to this woman, she, she's pregnant with their kid, and they're, they're trying to figure out a name for their kid. That's one of the things that's going on throughout the movie. And she makes it back to him when he decides that he's going to be the one to sacrifice himself for the rest of the, of the cast by holding back this horde of zombies by himself through his door. And he goes on and gives a speech about giving the um, the kid a, a name. And that's what he wanted, was that dying wish. Once again, it comes back to that theme I said about... Family. Family and parental love. Yeah. How these parents are willing to sacrifice everything for their kids. And I really think that this is something that the director intended to actually put through. Um, there's never a shadow of doubt. Because if we fast forward a little bit, if you don't mind going a little bit in the future to the movie... Um, at the end, the villain, he, uh. come on, <laughs> the villain who was infected by one of the zombie bites was calling for his mother. He was. That's all he wanted was to get back home to mom. Yep. So we have there, we have parallels there. We have the parallels of a, of a, a son who probably got everything he wanted his whole life. I'm probably a, a mama's boy. We have this divorced family here. Try to make it work. We got a snoopy parent out there hoping for the best for their child to bring into a now destructive world. And we have an elderly mom with her um, older adult daughter. And those right there, you can see... Wait, wait, wait. Was it They were sisters. They were sisters? Well, okay, sorry. Well, still... Yeah, they were sisters. Familiar, sorry. Still uh, yes. familiar love. Yes, absolutely. Sorry. See? Correct me right here. So, um, I definitely think that it kept harping on the right notes as well. Um, there's one scene in the movie which was kind of crazy uh, when they went through and I think they're on social media and you look up in the, in the sky and the cops are like flying around and you see a zombie just fall from, from the sky. Oh yeah, that was crazy. So once again, the, 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 the budget for this film wasn't that expensive. But I tell you what right now, right when they came down from the sky and they popped right up like nothing, I'm definitely impressed. Definitely impressed with the amount of amazing just footage being shot. The angles, once again, to me, are super important in a film. Of a good angle in a movie can make a break a film. Think about the Blair Witch Project. About it was all just like POA kind of movie. Yeah. About and but you felt paranoid when you first watched it because you feel like you're actually seeing things the person's eyes. Right. Exactly. But this angle right here, you're unsure because once again, but then you look up in the sky, you're on a person's smartphone looking up. So right now you're in that first person view, and you then see them all react and the. The fear on their face seemed genuine to me. It wasn't any of this, like, phoning in and fakeness. Like, oh my gosh, I'm scared now. Jump scare. It, was, it wasn't it was a jump scare because you saw what's happening. What got me a little unnerved was the fact that they just bounced right up from that kind of damage. Which tells me they're stronger than the basic zombie. You, you put the zombie from The Walking Dead in that situation, they're, they're right. dead. These zombies. <laughs> they go to the gym. Are, yes. They go to the gym. <laughs> they are... So intense on multiple layers. Yes. Levels. I agree. At the end, kind of when they're trying to catch the train. Yeah. They make this like wave thing. Oh my gosh. What was that about? You know, was, I don't know. What was that about? That was just creepy. But it's like they all just kind of morphed together and <laughs> created like one giant zombie. That's what I thought. I was like, what is this? That's kind of like World War Z. Like that movie with Brad Pitt years ago. Yes. They had that big zombie wall. That was yeah. kind of cool. Um... There was one, yeah. um, when I first watched this film, uh, 
one thing I, I did say when they were running from the D zombies in the in the train terminal was did they call Tom Cruise because they have not skipped leg day. They were running and just running. I can't believe how fast these zombies are. Oh, I'd be dead right now. I'd be dead. I'm like, you know what? I had, I had a good yeah. run. Call, tap out. <laughs> you need to follow um, the Zombieland rules. Oh, cardio? Oh, yeah, cardio. Cardio, cardio, cardio. No, no, it's cardio, 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 and limber up. Yeah, well, this one, you need leg day all day. Every, every day, day leg day, girl. It's happening. <laughs> Because I've never seen any film or anything where zombies are this fast. It was, I mean, yeah, they they were really fast. I think faster than the ones in Twenty Eight Days Later. But once again, those weren't really zombies. They were infected with some sort yes. of plague. Um, that was although really these zombies do have a major fault. Yes, the, the lighting. The light. If they don't see you, they don't get aggressive. So once again, this is something that that's cool too. They adapted early on the humans like usually like around one hour and they go whoa yeah that's their weakness right w what do we do now and this right here they're like okay and a, the lead father he was like they only got angry when they saw us so then the woman gets some water and paper newspaper puts it against the clear um door wets it makes it stick and then they calm down that is a way to suppress the zombies for a little bit that's smart that's smart. Yeah. I really hate when people are stupid in movies. Yes. I really hate it because I get cliche. I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you Why would you do right. something so stupid? Like, if you know, like, yeah, it's kind of like, I, I know what you said about, about The Walking Dead. I haven't watched the show in like six, seven years. But yeah. I always hate when they do things so out of character. Like, they know that, that the walkers... So, there's one scene in Walking Dead, right, early on in the season when they put on the walker skin... Oh, right. And the walkers can't see him, or, or whatever. But then they never do that again. Yeah, they don't get the scent and all that. They have the zombie yeah, scent. Yeah, but I'm saying, why not keep some... They never do it again. They never do it again. And here, it's done a lot. They turn off the lights, zombies can't see them. They crawl through the um, the train cars, because. but then, obviously, noise alerts them. Right, yeah. I mean, you still have to be aware of noise. Yeah. It's not like, if they can't see you, that just stops them completely but it's a big deterrent all in all this this movie hit so many good things right right off the bat zombies were done right lighting was done properly i didn't feel like i was watching a college made movie i felt like it's actually a big budget movie from a, a really really caring director who really loved the narrative um when it when, when it comes to certain themes that he hit on too as well which holly actually took some really good notes on as well too was there was Sacrifice, which is huge in this movie, but talking about the uh, family sacrifice as well, and also being selfish, which the character of she calls the butthole. <laughs> okay, he's kind of a jerk about the whole film, but at the same time, I don't I have a habit of trying to see it from everyone's point of view. He tried to keep right. He tried to keep himself safe. No, he, he tried only to keep himself right. True, true, but as well. He he cared because he wanted to get back home to his mom and everything else, too. But you can't fault somebody for trying to survive. All right, come on. This is a major spoiler. Oh. But at the very end... I'm aware. I'm, I'm aware, but go ahead. Where the conductor comes out to help him up from the ground because he fell. Yeah, and he was, like, not having it. And he it. just pushed him. He's like, Be see you later because you already started the train, so yep, I'm all set. Because he wants to get... Because you... 
Mm-hmm. Human, we are as a people. It's going to get deep here. It's going to, it's going to get deep here. This is why we went to college. Have these discussions here. <laughs> people are hardwired to survive. We he wanted to fight a fight mode, and he was just, he just kept fighting, kept finding a way. You know, he didn't want to stay there and get and be. And let's be. see how that lasted him. It didn't work out too well at all. Obviously, right now, spoilers all day. I know I'm the movie's about four years old. I'm gonna guess that people have watched it already, you know. But if you haven't, no, once older, again, older, 2016. Oh wow, okay, so it's going to five, almost five. Okay, so, um, it's just <laughs> I kind of saw what's gonna happen to the guy. You kind of that was kind of obviously gonna get you know like you knew, in, but like. The conductor really upset me. Like, that scene really yeah. upset me. Not the conductor himself. But that scene just upset me so much because this guy, the entire time, was trying to save all people on the train. He, he was very, like, let me save everybody. Yeah. I'm trying to get everyone to a safe place. I honestly think that that was needed. I think that scene was needed to solidify because you know sometimes like in movies right when a person's a, a villain air quotes around the word villain uh, they have a moment of redemption and I went in there thinking that hey give him time give him time give, give him, him time, time he'll change he'll change you know like I was like that guy who has the, like really like like bad girlfriend saying oh well, like vice versa like, I could change him you know like no it, it didn't happen that way yeah no <laughs> it, it never happened no but and you know what though? I'm I'm okay with that. It actually subverted my expectations. I was not upset by it. I was more or less saying, okay, you know, well, he got what's coming to him. I still don't like the fact that um Yeah, but him getting what he deserved ruined things as ruined, well. Ruined everything else. Mm. It definitely it definitely did. It definitely it did. did. It definitely did. Um the thing about this film here is the fact that we super agree on, on a lot of almost everything on this film. But um, I guarantee in the future we won't have the same views. I guarantee it. Probably uh, not. <laughs> I guarantee it. Um, there's, there's be a, more of a discussion. It's gonna be super. It's, it's gonna get heated. It's, it's, it's gonna get heated. People will cry. Mostly me. Uh, <laughs> punches w- will be thrown. No. Mostly by her. <laughs> okay, I can definitely say that overall, this has to be, and I don't really care who says it otherwise. This is the best zombie film you can watch. I loved it. It hits everything properly. Uh, once again, solid cast. Really, the, the even there's some parts in it too, right, which are kind of funny. Um, there's one part when they just got free from the zombies, and the awesome dude, right, he's like, they they take his phone, and the, and the lead character's <laughs> saying like, why should ringtone have this? He's like, what? What's wrong with ringtone? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and you're thinking like, it's now time to be discussing your ringtone when it's like, I don't know, the apocalypse happening. And I think right now, too, I'm like, you know, what would I do in a situation? But it, would... it's funny because after they got rid of the phone, he's like, how do you change it? And the baseball player is like, I know how to change it. You don't even have a phone anymore. Why do you care? <laughs> That's just some, some funny parts right there that actually get, um, it wasn't all intense. I mean, the movie was like 85% intense. The rest were like, yeah. Oh my god, I can breathe a little bit. Yeah, but... You needed a little breath here and there. Oh yeah, it felt like... It was non-stop. If somebody could film how a heart attack felt or a panic attack, it's this film right here. Because you were always on edge about everybody. Once again, I said earlier too, I wanted people to survive. I wanted even the ass bag to survive as well. 
so he get punched in his face by whoever. Hopefully yeah. that really cool dude. Yeah. But that didn't happen, and it happened. But we can now talk about the end. Uh, obviously, the end of the movie is still a huge spoiler. Um, the lead character, the dad, gets bit by the uh, the villain, you know, because he gets turned to a zombie. The guy we hate. The guy that I guess we hate. I guess equally. Uh, he gets bitten. And he he gets turned, and he then in turn bites the lead character. But in that moment, he gets thrown off the train, and then the lead character goes to his daughter. And he and you know you want to do this part here. Want to do this part? He talked to. The pregnant woman yep. of the awesome man. Yeah, the awesome man. Who now has a name for her child. Yep. And he tells his daughter, you need to stay with her. And I have to go. And I love you. And that part broke my heart. Yep. I cried my eyes out. I really did. And he basically said, you need to stay here. Walk to the back of the train. And just threw himself off. Yeah. God, it gets me. Just so, talking about it upsets me. So, yeah, it gets me too. I'm thinking about it right now. Because this is an amazing scene when he's turning and he thinks about the time when his daughter was born. Yeah, and, and all you, the memories come back. Do you know, there's is, is that old saying, like, before you die, you see life flash yeah. before your eyes. It's it's amazing. I'm going to get a little emotion here, too. It's, it's, it's amazing that he saw his daughter as the last vision he ever will have. Because that was the best part of his life. Yeah. Even though he wasn't around as much as he wanted to be because oh, he was at goosebumps. work. Oh my gosh. That was, I think they, he thought of that because that was the most important thing in his life. Even though his daughter originally, in the beginning, didn't think he really cared about her. Yeah. yeah. He truly did. She was the most important thing in his life. Man, what a powerful film. And that right there, without words being said, just breaks you. And that's when you know a movie works. When you can empathize with the characters on the screen and you can say, wow. And I didn't want the movie to end. I was upset. But with that being said, with that being said, we have to give our first ever rating of the movie one to five. One being terrible. One, one being like... Fast and Furious, bad. <laughs> and five being like, I don't know, like, what's a great film? The Godfather Part 1, awesome. You know, like, wh what do we got for Train of Busan? What do you got? It's definitely up there for me. Yeah. I'm probably going to say, like, a 4.5. 4.5. 4.5. Okay. Okay. I am going to have to agree with that statement. Give it a 4.5 as well. Because this one thing about the movie that I didn't really care for. And I really know this is like a cliche thing too, but they never really explain how did the infection happen. Yes, how I did hate, it spread from the deer to the people? I hate that they never, and the, all these films about zombies, they go never go, hey, like. Like, did it? Did the deer, like, bite somebody? Was, or? Did, was, it, was it infected meat? Was it in the water supply? Did Well, they did kind of talk about his company, the hedge fund group remember they they did something with the biohazard yeah but they didn't company. go into detail about it no they, they didn't go into it. detail you just know something happened there and i hate when people say you know like you know leave it up to your imagination well you yeah. know what you know what i'm 35 years old okay that is gone <laughs> okay i don't have that anymore i wish i did because if i'm like okay well i guess it came from some candy canes and lollipops no i need answers because now i'm gonna be like theory crafted in the back of my brain like oh maybe something happened with a space shuttle that crashed landed down there no one talked about maybe, or maybe a train where uranium crashed and 
Who knows? All in all right now, Train of Busan, please check it out. Watch it. As of right now, of this recording, uh, currently on Netflix, and if it's not there anymore, if you listen to this, like, you know, in the, in the future, buy it. It's a must-have movie. I, for one, is, I will be adding this movie to my uh, collection for Halloween. I watch one horror film every single day in October. This is going to be one that's going to be on my list every year going forward. It's so good. It's so, so good. So, the... The second one's coming out. It is coming out uh, this year. I'm not sure what, what what date. I'm not sure either, but it's Train to Busan 2 Peninsula. Peninsula sequel, and obviously once that comes out and everything, uh, we're going to watch it, and we're going to review it, and we're probably going to love it. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, hopefully it's as good as this one. It's going to be hard to top this one here. It's going to be hard. It is going to be really hard. So... August. August. August 2020. Ooh, that's so, so, very, that's, very that's soon. That's really, really soon. It's very, really soon. So... Closing, uh, in, in, in closing, what are we going to discuss next time? Hot seat, go! Parasite! Uh, Parasite! The Oscar-winning Korean film, Parasite. Another film. Social commentary. I'm, I'm excited about it. It's going to be great. Oh, there's so much to talk about. Okay, and we have... And you know what? So I have theories about that too at the end of the video as well, well of, of the recording. And I think it's going to be great. So thanks again for this inaugural first ever podcast with myself, Rich, and Holly. And once again, forgive the just, this is our first time doing this whole thing. We will get better. We will be better for you. We will, yeah. We will be best. But this <laughs> has been a lot of fun. Just all here discussing all of things. It's not all Korean, but you will get a lot of Korean stuff on this on this uh, podcast because once again, Holly has over a thousand hours just crunched her brain of like Korean media. So we gotta go through that bit by bit. It won't just be t uh, movies; be some good TV shows as well, like TV, drama, uh, comedy, thriller. Mama, yep, uh, either one class. Oh god, so amazing! I finished this because once again, Holly told me to watch it, so I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And I was like, whatever, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty bad. I watched it, and I like, oh my gosh! <laughs> and these shows, by the way, I know right now I'm going on a tangent, but these shows here make you feel again. And I, I hate, as an American, I hate feeling feelings. So, so <laughs> these shows are really good. So, thank you for um, tuning in. If you're listening to it, it's all good. We're going to keep doing this. Thank you for your time, and stay safe. Bye, guys. Bye.